in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. That coffee's real good, warming you from the inside out. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to, and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I want to talk about a little thing that I found, and it's called Planetary Design, who I am also an affiliate with. Now, I know that's off track of my normal naughty affiliates, but what better than to wake up with some coffee in the morning and listen to, oh, I don't know, Christine's FLR podcast? The whole idea behind it was created on a backpacking trip in 1992 and the desire to want good coffee while in the wilderness camping. And if you're new here or missed the episode where I talked about the fact that my subby and I are actually going to go full time. So I'm looking for companies that align with our goals in that part of our life. And I came across Planetary Design. They have fantastic products that are very durable, good for the environment, and align with our goals as far as our future living goals, I guess I could say. You should totally check them out. I will put a link in the show notes. But if you like coffee, they have a fantastic French press. They have travel options. They have cool mugs. I mean, who doesn't like a good mug? So check it out. Welcome back. Episode 52. The big five, two. 52 weeks or 51 in technical terms of this podcast. Right. Holy fuck a whole year. This week, we are going to take the top. Mm, I don't know if they're necessarily mean, but the top comments that spark maybe a tiny bit of anger in me (laughs) and are things that I'd like to touch on on here because I think this is part of the reason that people listen to my podcast. Right. So that's what we're going to talk about today and just kind of reminisce on how fucking different the episodes are now compared to when I first started. How far we have come, baby. Oh, my goodness. The first podcast, I was fucking terrified and reading. Okay, so listen, I apologize for the noise if anybody catches this, but it is casino weekend here at camp and they're going to be doing a poker run. And while the campground is not packed, there is a flutter of activity at the moment. There's some comings and goings. So I'm not sure. Is there housekeeping issues? One. 
Um, oh, and my subby's here. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? In case you didn't catch that. Yep. Here he is. Those of you who are, those of you who, who are you having a crest who, moment? Who, 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 those of you who are on OnlyFans or thinking about the OnlyFans, um, by the time you hear this, some spicy con content would have been dropped. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We've had the spicy content for some time. The issue is the time right. to get it ready to be posted. Right. In the in the land of real world where, you know, you have to work a full-time job and then have the hours after the full-time job. Because I don't know how to edit video very and, well. And before bedtime that is also taken up by other things to try to cram in production stuff. It's a little difficult sometimes, but I power through it. When we live in a camper, this will be so different. It'll be a whole different world. No more tile. Yeah, no more full-time job. And, well, there will be full-time job, but it will be way different focus than my current full-time job. We'll just say that. Yes, true story. So. Any other housekeeping? I can't think of anything specific. Uh, I thought about something that we haven't talked about in a while, and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, uh, one of the things that we haven't talked about or you haven't talked about in a while is how you're doing on your fiber, how that's going. It seems to ebb and flow, but holy shit, this last couple of weeks has just been insane. Um, oh, speaking of, I did a voiceover that is now currently published on Amazon. It is the Sweet Revenge of teamwork. Of teamwork, I believe. Yep. Um, I will I will have my subby put that in the show notes. Yeah, we'll find that link. You can have a little preview of it. It's yep. a pretty fantastic story. It was real fun to read. Right. Uh, if anybody's interested and wants to give it a download. Yeah. It it's pretty So that's an example of your fiber stuff. Yes. Yep. Right. And for other examples of your fiber stuff, I'll put a link to a separate podcast that we have. That kind of showcases some of the um, some of the things that she records for the clients there. Um, you had we had there was a one thousand dollar week last week. It was it was fucking insane. Holy shit! Um, and again, if you want to talk about a year ago when we started the podcast a year ago, we were excited to get like. $15 orders or $20 orders, we thought, boy, this is really going to take off. <laughs> it's been insane. And yeah, you um, you get uh, bigger money orders. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that, be transparent. You get bigger money orders because of the erotic content and people are willing to pay for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I get smaller money orders because, well, there's cheap fuckers on Fiverr. Not all the people on Fiverr are that way. Me disclaimer that. Um, but the, the cheap people f- seem to find me and I just take care of little, uh, little projects here and there, video projects, um, real estate video tours are one of the big things that I'm getting into now. Also, um, bus and tiny home tour, uh, shooting and editing and uh, post-production, all that kind of stuff. That's kind of the angle that I'm getting into. So, Also on Fiverr, I have been working with a client who just launched a website. Now, these oh, things yeah. that I'm talking about, I'm not receiving, like, I don't get anything from promoting these no. other than you get to enjoy my voice reading something if that's what you're looking for. Right. Um. There is also, it's uh, erotichypnosisforwomen.com. I will see if also we can put that one in the link. I bet we can. Um, it just launched, but I have a whole bunch of audios on there. Um, there is some of the newer ones that were just posted. Is uh, two, it's me and a male. The male is not my subby. But um, the stories are pretty, the hypnosis are pretty good. They're, yeah. They got a pretty good storyline and they were fun to read too. And the client is great to work with. Yeah. 
and he really appreciates my time and he's just a really good person to work for. So if you're interested in that, I will also put that in the show notes, just if you're interested. Um, I think. Yeah, that's kind of Fiverr in a nutshell. Yeah. One request that I did get on Fiverr. Okay, let's talk a little bit about fetishes, shall we? Yeah, fascinating. So the feeder fetish. Yes. I did not, or the feeder kink. I don't know what you even call it. Listen, I am learning more and more every day about different lifestyle things. So I received a request that somebody wants me to record myself eating, like overeating, like for meals from a fast food restaurant, specifically fast food. And they were going to pay quite well. I I didn't even know this was a thing. I did some research on it. And while I am probably not going to do the video, or if I do, it will only be for this one person, just specifically because I've kind of bonded with them in a way. But mm-hmm. um, just through conversations and things, and um, it may be something, but it really brought up a lot of like body issues that I have with my weight and not to mention, I feel like shit when I eat fast food. Like mm-hmm. we don't generally eat fast food very no. often. Um, we don't by any means eat healthy when I cook at home, but it's not fast food. Um, no, the, it it just doesn't sit well with me. The one fast food um indulgence that we do kind of regularly is our weekly stop at Dairy Queen on the way home where we have our chicken oh, strip basket and um frosty ice cream beverages of some sort. Sadly, those will be coming to an end soon because camp is coming to an end. Um, We have this weekend and then is it three more weekends left and we're closing up? Two or three, yeah. I think there's three weekends in October. So I think the next three weekends and then we're done, we'll be um, closing up the camper. Yeah. Oh, the heater. We should turn the heater off. Let's turn the heater off. Because it's like... Well, it's not so bad right now here. It's not. It is uh, 49, or no, 59 degrees. This morning when we got up, it was uh, 43. 43. (laughs) Uh, That's a little chilly. Mm -hmm. But I'm just real happy to be in my camper, and I'm real happy that my subby is here for the entire weekend instead of just the day. So Playing taxi. Yes. Okay. Back on topic. I think that covers the Fiverr stuff and uh, OnlyFans spicy content coming. Um, I believe I have answered my emails. I think I've been staying on top of that pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, Patreon. I still struggle with that. I'm just going to start posting what I'm doing every day and that's it. I don't know. I I just don't want people to feel ripped off. Right. I want you to get value from what you pay for. Right. People work hard for their money. I agree. Okay. So I'm sure as everyone could maybe guess, the most viral videos that I have on TikTok on TikTok or the most viral things that I've posted on TikTok um, are the TSA uh cock cage one where Mm -hmm. my subby in case somebody doesn't know i'll give you a real quick recap um we were flying to california and we thought we would be smart and we would be okay to put a pink silicone cage on him with a zip tie lock no metal whatsoever correct uh we learned a valuable lesson that the scanners at tsa do not scan for metal they scan for uh solid masses mass yeah So he got nailed for that and he had to just show somebody and then we were sent on our way. It was kind of an embarrassing thing. We have never done it again, but that fucking video, everybody attacked me saying that I was subjecting TSA agents to things outside of their consent, all of the things. So on that, you kind of glossed over the, I had to show them. Oh, the pink, the pink silicone cage. So the, the young TSA agent, I, I tried desperately to explain to this young man, nice young man. I tried desperately, desperately to come or I tried desperately to explain to this young man what the mass was that they detected around my groin region. Look at you all technical. And he was not getting it. It was, he kept my husband's head 
getting it. It's a male chastity device. Yeah. And the guy's like, like what? Drawing a blank. Male like, chastity device. Glaze over eyes. Still wasn't getting it. So yeah. my husband looked at him and said, it's a cock cage, man. Yeah. So that was, uh, quite entertaining. he still didn't get it and said, well, I'm going to take you over to this room here and call my supervisor because I need, I don't know if he said backup, but however he said that. So I would guess there has to be two people in the room yep. for protocol at all times. Correct. Either so way. he walks me over to the little room and we're standing there with the door open as I'm sure they have to do that to make sure that one agent isn't alone in that room with one person. I get that too. Yeah, so, they still should have had the door closed. So the... Uh, the supervisor comes walking in and he's standing in the doorway and uh, he asked me what it is. And I said, well, this is what it is. He said, oh, he said, well, now I, I have to see it because we're in this protocol and I have to see it through. And I'd like, oh, I fine, that's fine. And we can throw the fucking thing in the garbage. It's really not that important yeah. at this juncture. It's really not. Yeah. He says, no, no, no. I just need to see. It's not a big deal, whatever. So I take my take my pants on, unzip my pants, and out pops my little pink cage. Little is the operative word there. And the younger TSA agent bolts from the the room and leaves the door open with my little pink cage hanging out for everyone in the fucking TSA line to see. Ooh, I got some fun looks when he walked out. <coughs> So, so yeah, the, the TSA agent apologized for that. He closed the door. He said, just button yourself back up. Good to go. Not a big deal. Like, you know, how many is this guy? Wait, how much has this guy seen at TSA Right. to determine that this is not, this is not a situation. Right. So that's so, our story. That also, I mean, that went just absolutely crazy on TikTok. I had so many comments. Yes. The first uh, yes. time it was told. Yeah. So there's where we're at with that. Coming in as a close second is any fucking time I talk about pegging. People get real fucking twitchy about the pegging. Mm -hmm. So I had read an article from Men's Health on one of the episodes because all my TikToks are really most of them are just video snippets of me recording this podcast. Right. So we had done, or I had done an article on, uh, a men's health article on why men enjoy pegging. And, oh God, this one just, I mean, I don't know, this one didn't necessarily go viral. I mean, neither did the TSA one. It just got a fuck ton of views real fast. But um, one of the comments was what if they just think it feels good and they aren't all oh, okay listen the grammar grammar grammatical yeah. whatever you want to say the grammar for these comments is ridiculous so i'm going to try to read them grammatically correct but i may stumble okay um one comment was what if they just like the way it feels or what if they just think it feels good and they're not all hung up on your know-it-all analysis now the main reason i'm addressing this <laughs> Right here is because I don't fucking know everything. I yeah. fucking don't even scratch the surface nope. of the things that I know. There's always room for me to learn more things. And I would hope that anybody who listens to my podcast knows that my whole purpose for doing this podcast is just to put information out there because I know I can't be the only one that doesn't know these things or just to give my opin opinion and maybe help people. There's such a stigma. I feel right. like people just feel like they will be bashed or you are not the only person you're I'm sorry you are also not the only person who is curious about these things right so how do you satisfy a curiosity is like either doing it or learning about it right so we're learning about it while we do the podcast right and I mean pegging is such a touchy subject anyway because and that really pretty much I mean, like my next comment on the same TikTok about pegging with the men's health article was not men and stop disrespecting real men. This is a real <laughs> fucking hot button for me. Real hot button. And the next couple comments, too, are also real hot buttons. 
who fucking defines what a real man is? I mean, this kind of verges on my fucking hate for labels. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's definition of a man is so fucking different. If mm-hmm. you ask a fucking Marine who was a Marine in the 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, their definition of a real man is going to be entirely different than if you ask somebody that was born in the 90s, 2000s, whatever. Different totally fucking different sure. perspective. Like, it makes you no less of a man if you enjoy pegging. It also doesn't fucking make you gay. It also doesn't make you bi. And you know what? If you are gay and you are bi, good for fucking you. Great. Whatever. Why do people give a shit? Like... Why can't people just be fucking people and live their fucking life anyway? That's real just, hot button. It's just where we're at. And then leading into the next comment, they're bisexual. Be honest. You don't have to explain so you don't have to explain so much for something that's clear as day. I think that's a real big misconception that people have. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand how if you enjoy an intimate moment with your significant other. In this case, we're specifically talking about a man and a woman. It's intercourse. It's, it's natural. I mean, I don't understand how this is a, how does this change your sexuality? Mm-hmm. But, and again, why does that fucking matter? I don't, I it's, just, yeah. it's a real hard concept for me to grasp. Like, so if I like it in my butt, does that make me gay too? I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's all about, you know, people, some people see things extremely black and white and there's no room for gray area or people see nothing but gray area and there's no room for black and white. I mean, the world is full of so many different people with so many different perspectives and so many different views on things that, you know, spoiler alert, we're not all going to agree on everything all the time, you know, but do you have to, do you have to take it upon yourself to like pound your view into somebody else? That's, that's, that's where things get a little sticky. I think. I think it also depends on, uh, are you enjoying, I I mean, the labels sex, bisexual or gay or whatever, I think that, and I did a podcast on that too, I think it's the emotional side of it. Are you attracted to men or are you attracted to the fact that your fucking sexy ass wife has just strapped on a fucking dildo mm-hmm. and is going to put it in your ass? Because if you ask me, that's pretty fucking hot. Yep, I'll agree. Absolutely. I don't know where any of that is bisexual or gay tendencies other than where the dildo is going, but... that's irrelevant at that point that's irrelevant irrelevant all right so I did a TikTok also it was off of another episode Um, I was talking about FLRs and, and how healthy they are when you take away the whips, chains, all the things Mm -hmm. sexual just break it down to basically brass tacks, what the relationship consists of, right? how healthy it is. I also think I was reading an article for this one. <laughs> this is the comment, and I made a specific TikTok, and I think I've addressed this and other issues because it's also a hot button for me. The comment was, it's not healthy. Most dominant women just want a server without responsibility, not a healthy relationship. It harms the man. And as soon as he is finally out there, he will be the definition of a misogynist. You are creating women-hating men. So good luck. Um, when the man is finally out, where? I fuck, where is I the man an- going? I can't answer these questions. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm in this relationship right now, and I don't really want to go anywhere. You know, Here's- I think guys that are in this type of relationship have craved to be in this type of relationship, you know? And I think that if you have a great level of communication, which you should in any relationship, if you have a great line of communication and things aren't going quite as your, you know, fantasy world imagination of this relationship would have been communicate that to your parent, your partner, 
you know. I mean, you can talk about it to your parents if you want. Well, but it yeah, might be a little awkward. Different. But communicate it to your your partner if things aren't going or whatever the way you had envisioned it. And a conversation is going to solve that. Right. You know. Biggest thing I preach about these type of relationships is open communication and be honest about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like if I had chose not, I mean, if pegging was something I wasn't interested in, I would have said, mm-hmm. mm, I don't really think that's for me. Yeah. I have no, I have no barriers or nothing that I'm embarrassed to talk to him about because I right. know for a hundred percent certainty there's no judgment when he listens to how I feel. Right. He validates how I feel, tells me that it's okay that I feel that way. And sometimes maybe just a discussion or changing my perspective about how I'm looking at it totally changes my outlook. And then I'm like, oh, wait, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. That's fucking hot. Right. You know, and I mean, honestly, our relationship, uh, the way our relationship is right now is or was formed by conversations on what is allowed or good or desired and what isn't allowed or good or desired or whatever that is. And that's how we've arrived at where we are. And I'm thrilled. I'm happy to be in this relationship. I will give you an example of how much of the same page my husband and I are on. So he (laughs) ran to the store this morning (laughs) And I forgot, I had said something yesterday about we need to get some sort of curtain or something until we figure out a door situation for our bathroom in this camper. And I, I found a tension rod, so all we needed was the curtain. Well, we had this discussion last night, and we've had a lot going on in the last few weeks. And I, I, I he had already left, and I was like, shit, I was going to tell him to get a curtain where he was going to at the store or whatever. Well, I didn't get him and I didn't send a text because I was like, well, listen, we can go pick something out if we run to Walmart to get groceries this week or something and I can bring it up next weekend, whatever the case may be. Nope. He being an attentive husband Mm -hmm. brought back a curtain for the wall or for the wall, for the doorway to the bathroom. Like, and he does these things all the time. Like he pays attention when I talk about things and Mm -hmm. he remembers those things. Now, he did just have a birthday and turn 51. So there's obviously some grace because as old age sets in. What are you talking just about? Just kidding. You're spry. But that's one of the things like one of the other comments that you get quite a bit. Um, I read through some of the Twitter stuff and that's where a lot of fantastic comments come from. Um, listen to the podcast and thank you for doing it and the sincerity and the realism and all that, you know, people really love that. And that's what we're really trying to do. That's like the point of this thing. Right. right? But there have also been comments on various social media that involved, how do I talk my wife into doing this? Yes. You could start with just buying a curtain at the Dollar General when she mentioned it the night before. I don't think that's very difficult to do. Well, and I don't. I mean, but that's what I'm talking about. The smallest, just start with the smallest things. Well, and I have been getting a lot of emails about that. Like, how do I bring this up to my wife? How do I approach my wife about, you know, I'm submissive. And first off, my first question when anybody emails me and asks me this question is, are you submissive actively or are you just submissive by nature? Now there's a difference. I think that you are submissive by nature, Mm -hmm. but you are also actively submissive. He does things for me without me asking just to make my day easier or just small things. Like he brings me a Celsius in the morning before he leaves for work. He makes sure there's Celsius in the fridge the night before so that he can just have one there for Mm -hmm. me in the morning. I mean, he takes steps to personally make sure that things go as smoothly for me as possible. Now, I don't expect him to be my servant, and I don't like that word either, I don't think. I mean, I like him to be my bitch, but... (laughs) Because there's a real big difference between servant and bitch. I just like the bitch word better. (laughs) But, I mean... On that same note, though, you know, I think 
sometimes when you're approaching your partner about, I mean, again, in this case, it's a female led relationship. So I'm Mm -hmm. assuming the partner is female. Um, Sometimes it might be easier to take away the label of a female led relationship and take the Dom subtitle out of it. I mean, the easiest way to approach your partner, I think, about this type of relationship is to put it into action mm-hmm. very subtly. Start doing small things. Correct. And just show them how the relationship works, not in a sexual way. Just show them how the relationship can work into your day to day life, how it makes their life easier because you're taking on some of the tasks that maybe stress them out, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But I don't think that there is any talking your wife into being in an FLR. Right. I just don't. I, I mean, Un- <clears throat> unless there's some sort of pre-existing attitude of the woman in the situation, um, you're probably not going to go from nothing at all in this realm to getting tied up later that night and kicked in the balls. You know, there's there's a process there's a step-by-step thing that you do to lead up to something like that. Well, and I think too, that you have to take your time and you have to be sure that you're checking in right? and seeing how everybody is feeling, like how you and your partner are feeling about the things that are happening. Because I mean, it can be an emotional roller coaster, especially once you start involving the sexual activities or if you're going to incorporate cuckolding or, um, mm-hmm. chastity, any of those things. I mean, you have to make sure that you and your partner are on the same page because not communicating could ruin this whole relationship in mm-hmm. 2.5 seconds flat. Agreed. Okay. Um, the next comment and now don't get me wrong. I'm not highlighting the, I mean, because I get a lot of fantastic, yeah, fantastic feedback on TikTok about the things that I talk about and people asking questions. And this isn't to not highlight the good ones. Right. It's almost, it's almost to the point of pointing out the completely ludicrous comments that you get. Right. And I just, I mean, I want to touch on some of these just because I wonder if there are people who are listening to my podcast that maybe in the back of their mind are thinking some of these things, maybe not this harsh, but maybe there just isn't a full understanding. And these are the ones that really kind of hit a hot button because I feel like this is how society sometimes views mm-hmm. sometimes views the type of relationship that we have. Right. So I don't want it to seem as though I'm focusing on the negative because I can't tell you like the old phrase, my cup hath run over. I mean, there yeah. is so much positive feedback yep. and it makes me so happy that this podcast is helping so many people. Right. Um, okay. So the next TikTok I was talking about, um, I, I made a video about, uh, somebody had told me that people like me should be exterminated or I should be exterminated. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I can't remember specifically, but I made a video about how, you know, I do this podcast to share my life. I don't do this to push my lifestyle on anyone. People need to make their own choices about what makes them happy. Everybody has their own dynamic and it can be whatever, as long as everybody is consenting. Mm -hmm. And I said something in the TikTok about our relationship isn't hurting anybody or no one is getting hurt. Well, except for my hubby, but he likes it. Yay. Ooh, that fucking rattled some cages. So this comment was in relation to that. That's it right there. Your capability to hurt him, knowing that he likes it because of something wrong with his psycho. I'm not sure what the fuck that means, but you must, oh, maybe you don't love him as you think. I mean, you said it, it's hurting him. Whether he likes it or not, it's still hurting. Well, first of all. So you're insulting my psychology level. My. Not psychology. You're. I'm I'm totally drawing a blank. You're. Psyche, you're yeah. So you're insulting my psyche, basically. Yeah, well, he yeah. basically, I think that's what he meant, but he said psycho. my mental stability. Maybe and I'm, that's what you're insulting. I'm just assuming he. I don't know why I do that. I automatically go for a he. 
I could be. Could have been a she. Yeah, could have been. Know. I don't. We don't fucking know. Um, that's the biggest misconception. I say things like that about me hurting him, and he likes it, and whatever. But people just assume that I'm just doing it, and I haven't checked in with how he is feeling mm-hmm. about it. Like, right. I don't just fucking beat the shit out of my husband every night. Right. I mean, if I did, he would like it, but I don't. For the most part, yes. I mean, but l- let me tell you, we have a safe word. So if it's really hurting, like if it's if it's is it mammal? No. <laughs> That was a callback to last night. Um, not last night in our bed or anything. We were a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of people, uh, up, you know, at the social gathering stuff, and yeah, that was funny. But anyways, back at the ranch. Yeah. Uh, where were we again? Oh shit! I'm real sorry. I was talking about beating you every night. And... Oh yeah, because you know I. Oh, the safe word. Yeah, thing. we have a safe yeah. word. Listen, if I'm really hurt, or like. Okay, if I'm really hurt physically or mentally, I'm going to say something, as should you if you're a sub and you're really physically or mentally hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got, I mean. Like if it's if it's pushed out of the the arena of your BDSM experience or your FLR experience or whatever it is into just plain fucking cruelty or, you know, mentally or or physically abusive, throw the red flag. That's why the safe word is there. And listen, we just had this discussion with Carly earlier this morning while I was, you know, smoking my 16 cigarettes on the deck for an hour, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. We just had this discussion. Another thing that's very, very important, male or female, if you are in the middle of doing something, whether it is in a social environment and somebody is just in your bubble and you don't like it or whether you are in a play session with your partner or if you're a swinger and you're in a play session with somebody else, whatever the case may be, you can change your mind. That's okay. Yep. Like if you're in the middle of sex and you all of a sudden decide something triggers you and it's just not right. Stop. You have every right to stop. And that doesn't mean that you can't go back tomorrow and do it again and everything will be fine. You are allowed to change your mind. And you are allowed to want to stop whatever's happening. And I think that's an area where I struggle with. Not that he pushes me to do things that I don't want to do. But I feel I'm such a fucking people pleaser in my life. And he's very good at recognizing. He knows me well enough to know that if there's something he suggests that we do, not necessarily sexual, just in a day-to-day form. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, we're going to go to this concert. What do you think? I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know. He knows well enough to know that if I don't really want to do it, he can, he knows me enough right. to notice that. Right. I generally don't do that. If I really don't want to go, I'll say, I don't want to go. Right. But don't ever feel guilty about <clears throat> something all of a sudden switching and you aren't in the moment anymore and you want to stop. That's okay. Right. Anyway, off on a tangent, I was. <laughs> and listen, my subby is spoiled fucking rotten. Oh, I really am. I'll be the first to admit that. Okay. The other hot button for TikTok, and this is the final one. Well, there's a couple, but final topic we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. is cuckolding. Ooh, I put this one (laughs) on and holy (laughs) fucking hell. Immediately. Like I got a comment. I like it when a woman cheapens herself. I I don't even know. What does that mean? And it wasn't a woman. It was, I like it when a women. Okay. Yeah. Like all women or just a women? Like what is a women? Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't understand where the stigma, like, why is it okay for a man to fuck as many people as he wants, but then a woman does it and she's a slut or a whore. Yep. Men can be slut or sluts or whores too. Yep. I married one. Hey, just kidding. <laughs> kind of. Maybe in my past. Yeah, it's know. okay. You got it all out of your system. I did. Um, I and this is one thing I instill in my daughter. Listen, if you want to fuck the whole town that we live in, that's fine. But it has to be right with you. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go do it, and then when people call you names, 
I mean, you can't be ashamed of it. If you're going to do it, fucking own it. Mm-hmm. And that is a one fantastic thing that this podcast has brought to me. Because in the beginning, I was very nervous about putting this out there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids, my friends, all the things. And it can't be this way for everybody. There are reasons why you can't just advertise your dynamic. But this podcast has offered such a freeing experience for me because Mm -hmm. I'm happy with the way I live and I don't want to hide it. It's not for everybody, but and that's that's okay. That's totally fine. That's like my go to comment for all my TikToks when I get shitty comments or people like that's fucking weird. That's my go to. It's not for everybody. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Have a fantastic day. Yep. But it's just been so freeing to be able to just talk about my life on here. And I'm not ashamed. Like I'm not ashamed of what I do or the life I live. Mm -hmm. And it's actually quite liberating when you get rid of giving a fuck what other people think about you, which is what I tell her all the time. Listen, if you want to have sex with all these people, that's fine, but you have to be right with it. You also have to be fucking safe and you can't let what other people say about you bring you down. You made this choice. Other people don't have to understand the choice you made. Right. Now, she's obviously not sleeping with everybody because she isn't there. I mean, she's only 18, but Mm -hmm. I just hate the stigma that is attached to a woman who enjoys sex and does it frequently, whether it is just with her partner, whether they are in a dynamic where she sleeps with whoever she wants, whatever the case may be. Just let people live their fucking lives. Mm-hmm. Why Why do you have to? I mean, to me, it seems like you're talking shit because you're jealous. Yep. I also tell that to my daughter. But the other comment that I got about cuckolding is I can't see an alpha male wanting. Oh, I can't see an alpha male watching this happen. Shaking my head or shrugging my. What is it? SMH. What is that? Shake my head. Shake my head. Yeah. I, I don't know the lingo. Okay. Anywho. So this goes back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast. I'll make it fast because it appears this is going to be another long one, which I have been told they need to be shortened down a little bit. And holy fuck, how different is that from the beginning? Yeah. Like the first episode was like 10 fucking minutes and now we're pushing an hour. I think one was like seven minutes or 17 maybe. I I was real fucking nervous. Now you can't get me to shut up. Thank you, coffee. (laughs) Speaking of, you should check out the brew tech bugs. They're fantastic. Yeah. Look at. Well, Planet- if you're on YouTube, you can see planetary design. They're very cool. They are very cool. Link in bio. Yep. There's our little commercial. Whatever. As if you hadn't heard enough in the beginning. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the comment was, I can't see an alpha male watching this happen. Okay. Well, that's kind of just a correct statement, right? So I am not an alpha male. I wouldn't call myself that. I am... Do people still refer to men as alpha and beta? Well, I mean, is that a thing? It's it could be, I guess. Is that a lifestyle thing? I'm pretty sure it is, actually. Okay, because I've heard it a lot frequently and I don't. So I'm not an alpha male in this relationship really at all. Um, I could be referred to as an alpha male in our home sometimes from the perspective of the kids. Right. Mm, depending on the kids, maybe the youngest one. I think the girls know that I dominate. Right. But I mean, well, they're they're both fucking scared to death to talk to me about anything. Yeah, that's real weird. So, but, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm the man of the house with air quotes. Basically, the girls always say it's because his voice is so deep. And he yeah. yells. My voice is scary. He never fucking yells. First of all, I'm the one that loses my yes. shit and nobody's fucking scared of me. That is the Other truth. than my husband, which he should be. Right. Just kidding. Kind of. So maybe that's the thing. Maybe maybe the quiet one is the one to worry about. Yeah. We heard I, that earlier today. Yes, we did. Um. Yeah. And I guess I like how you saw that comment. I did not see it that way. Uh, I mean, that's basically making an honest statement. An alpha male wouldn't be watching this happen because that's not the dynamic of the relationship. Right. That's interesting. I didn't see right. it that way until you just said that. Right. But I mean, to the other, to the other, you know, side of that, if, if you want to look at it on the other side, if it wasn't meant that way, um, not all men are alpha males, you know. From the perspective of this person leaving this comment, his mind, assuming it's a him, 
in his mind, all men are big and strong and, you know, dominate the earth. Um, so from his perspective, this wouldn't really fly, this relationship, this, the statements that she makes, whatever that, that, you know, that we make basically, um, it wouldn't fly in his world basically. So the other thing that fucking pisses me off too, not to cut you off, but I have to get this in here mm-hmm. is when people think that, like I was just talking to somebody and he made a comment about how, um, he doesn't know if he could really be submissive because his dad raised him to be a real man. Okay. First off, submissives are not fucking weak. Mm-hmm. Like anybody that tells you that the submissive is weak is so way off base. I mean, mm-hmm. in honesty, if you really break it down, the submissive really has all the power because if they quit or don't want to be the submissive anymore, it's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not to mention all of the things that they have to do. I mean, you are not only managing yourself and your day-to-day tasks, you are also taking on the task. It's almost like being a parent. You know what I mean? You're taking care of another human being and doing things that maybe you wouldn't normally do, but you're doing it because it makes your partner happy. Mm -hmm. Obviously within reason, but I just, if there's one thing I could get across, submissives are not weak. Holy fuck there. And I could never be a submissive for so many reasons, but one, I don't know if I'm strong enough. I don't think I could do it. I think that a real dominant would recognize the strength of a real submissive. You know what I mean? That means I'm a real dominant. Right. Because a real dominant understands what it takes to be a submissive. Mm-hmm. Right. A, a, a bossy guy or a bitchy wife is not necessarily a real dominant. They're just bossy or bitchy, whatever. But a, a legitimate dominant person who understands not only their role, um, I think would fully understand what it takes to be in the submissive role. And there's so much respect. Like I have so much respect for him as does he for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, this relationship demands respect and that's just my opinion on it. Sometimes a lot of these comments uh, uh, come from what Jim Morrison called a shortcut to thinking. Like you didn't really think through what you wrote or you didn't really think through what the person said or you just ignore the right for people to say what they want to say. I mean, it is America. I'm pretty sure we have something in the constitution about freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. And this freedom of speech isn't necessarily talking about going out and murdering someone or hurting someone or whatever it is, you know, it's talking about a relationship. Well said. So on that note, I'm going to wrap it up because now I see we're at 45 minutes pre-edited. Fucking long-winded old bags, aren't we? Yeah. I cannot even begin to thank you all enough for everybody that is has been with me since the first episode, the people that are just now finding me. Yeah, that's and fascinating. And going back and listening to the episodes. I'm I'm so happy and I can't tell you how thankful I am that what I am saying is helping people. I mean, it's all I could really hope for. And it still blows my mind that, what is it? 10,000 people a month are listening to the things that I have to say. Yeah, it's it's been almost 15,000 at, at times. So it's just, it blows crazy. my mind. I can't thank you all enough. And I'm always here if anybody has questions mm-hmm. or, I mean, all of my contact info is out there. It's I mean, in the show notes. Jesus, Google my name. I'm fucking everywhere. Yep. Thank you, Subby. I appreciate you all more than I can even begin to show. I, I'm so grateful for this podcast and I'm hoping very soon we will have, we will do one more episode with Bill and Carly because they are leaving camp Mm -hmm. and I want to get them on here one more time. That's not to say they won't ever be here again or on here again because. Oh, I, I, I feel like there's going to be more episodes. I really, God, they're so fucking fun. Anyway, I have some things in mind for future episodes. I'm going to also try to focus a little bit more on the female-led relationship portion since that's really the lifestyle that I live. But Mm -hmm. I got, I really am interested by all the other dynamics as well. It's good to talk about different things. Any questions, feel free to hit me up. 
I hope you all have an amazing week. Take care. Be good human beings. And we will chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast and or explore my FLR coaching or key holding services, please find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. My beloved army of patrons is slowly growing and your kindness is very much appreciated. For custom audios, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers, POV, point of view, JOI, jack off instructions as well as erotic hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a KFLR listener discount. For pics and videos of me, and me torturing my subby's little dick, look me up on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. There's a growing amount of content that is free for now as well as custom request options for my followers there. Let me know that you found me through my podcast, because that would be super cool. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!